0: where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Each of these media creates a uh, new environment. It creates a new situation for human association and human perception. The, any medium at all creates a new pattern, a new a new uh, atmosphere, a new environment okay. of human perception which works upon the whole man. It works upon the whole society. That is the effect of the medium that uh, has that total pervasive uh, That is the message that social change has brought about. The content of Never the message, because the content is all the old medium. From the vast wilds of the Great White North for the week of July 31st, 2022, it's TVA, a Canadian perspective on television from north of the 49th parallel. I'm Greg David. And I'm Amy Wilson. And we would like you to put your television on mute or pause your streaming service, put your cell phone down for episode 250 of TVA, the podcast. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back again. Uh, As always, thank you for joining us, streaming us, downloading us to your devices, basically taking time out of your day to listen to us. uh, Canadian TV geeks uh, talk about Canadian TV every couple of weeks. Now, before we get to anything else, I just want to pause and acknowledge that this is indeed the 250th episode of the podcast. Uh, now neither myself nor Amy have been here from the very beginning. The TVA podcast was first started by Diane Wilde and Anthony Marco. Um, uh, Diane actually started, uh, TVA.com. Um, and I joined a few years later. Um, and, um, you know what diane and anthony started with the podcast and also with the website continue to be the only place that you can find discussions about the canadian tv industry and i want to thank diane and anthony for uh, diane in particular for launching the podcast but also uh the website but also diane and anthony for launching the podcast in the first place so yeah happy 250th amy
1: Yeah. Happy 250th, Greg. And yeah, I also want to thank Diane and Anthony. I listened to many of those episodes over the years and it uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, definitely got me more into what was going on in the Canadian television industry. So, uh, yeah, that was great. And I thank them for uh, their work.
0: So let's celebrate. Let's tip our caps. Let's doff our glasses uh, to 250. What's the drink that you're going to be um, celebrating with today?
1: Well, uh, I'm starting out with, it's another kind of squash, but this is a special one. This is Robinson's, which is one of the top uh, brands here. Robinson's crushed lime and mint with filtered water and a splash of tonic. No alcohol. Um, I'm saving myself because, as I mentioned to you earlier, the Euros final for for women's football is today, and that starts at five my time. And so I'm going to save any any drinks for then because if things are going well, I'm going to go for te- <laughs> some tequila, maybe with some uh, I, I well 1800 silver tequila margaritas. And if things are going bad, I might just turn to, to whiskey, any whiskey. We have. <laughs>
0: Well, I love it. I love that. You, I, that was my follow-up question was, you know, what are the drinks if they're winning and one of the drinks that they're losing? Yeah. We're recording a little bit early today, um, because of the the big game happening, uh, in England. So, uh, so go ladies. Um, this will be going up uh, probably before the, the match. So let's, uh, let's hope that they do well and you could give us, we'll do a, a brief recap of, uh, or commiserate with you, uh, the next time that we record. Mm. Um, We've got lots to get to this week, um, so I'm just going to kick things off with a look at the calendar. Uh, this is the programming that's coming up in the Canadian uh, the Canadian TV networks in the next two weeks, and uh, the first show is um, uh, on AMI TV on Friday, August the fifth, and it's called Employable Me. Where are they now? And uh, so for those that don't know, first of all, I work for AMI, um, but secondly, Employable Me is an award-winning, multi-award-winning documentary series that AMI um, has made with uh, Thomas Howe Associates, and it follows job seekers um, from the disability community as they um, get advice into the type of job that they might like, and then follows them along as they go through coaching, it might be resume building, all the way through the job interview, and then to whether they get a, uh, a job or not. And it, the show basically proves that nobody is truly unemployable, that there is a job out there for everybody. It's all about finding the right job for members of the disability community and their needs, and also really shines a light on the employers. And hey, you know, you if you know, setting aside maybe a a few extra things that you might have to do that you can um, welcome anybody into your workplace. So like I said, multi-award winning, uh, there are two episodes, uh, the first one's Friday, the 5th of August, and then the second one will be Friday, August the 12th. And this is basically breaking down the two episodes, um, uh, seven job seekers per episode, literally following up with them saying, you know, what has happened since you were on the show? Do you still have a job? Um, if not, what are you doing now? Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, so that'll be happening on Friday, August the 5th on AMI TV.
1: I gotta say, Greg, AMI comes up with some of the coolest shows. I, Thank I
0: honestly- you. I- I think we do too. I think that really in the last couple of years, we've really hit our stride with the type of programming that we're putting out. um, And that continues on um, Monday, August the 8th with Beyond the Field on AMI-TV. And this is the second season of Beyond the Field. And this is a program that um, stars Greg Westlake and Travis Morau, who are both Paralympians, Canadian Paralympians. And they speak to members of uh, the sport. Uh, they don't have to be Paralymp- uh, Paralympians, but quite often they are. But para-athletes in Canada about things uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the disability, I don't want to say industry, but athletes. So it might be mental health. Uh, you know, the stuff that normally gets talked about when it comes to able-bodied athletes, but this is specifically talking to para-athletes. Uh, it might be what makes for a good coach. Uh, like I said, mental health. Uh, dealing with stress, Uh, you know, everybody deals with those. But, you know, if you're a member of the disability community, there might just be that little something extra that makes it tough for you. So Beyond the Field, Monday, August the 8th uh, at 8.30 p.m. on AMI-TV. And then really briefly, uh, because we're going to get into this when we get into the news, A Cut Above debuts on Discovery, also Monday, August the 8th. And that is a competition series starring uh, people with chainsaws. And we're going to get into that mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit later yeah. on. That'll be interesting. Um, so let's get into Canadian TV news. And Amy, you've got an, a very important one for fans of CBC and Canadian TV. Uh, CBC announced their fall schedule. So hit us up with some of those dates.
1: Yeah, uh, CBC announced their broadcast and streaming premiere dates for the 2022, 20 uh, 2022. 2022 season. And it all kicks off uh, the week of September 12th, Monday, September 12th with the 16th season premiere of Murdoch Mysteries at 8 PM. And that's a show you've covered a lot over the years, Greg. And it, it just keeps on chugging along, doesn't it?
0: It sure does. And every year I think, Oh, is this the season I'm going to take a break and not cover it. But um, it's a favorite of mine. The fans love it when I cover the show. So yeah, season 16, 24 episodes this year, uh, people have been asking whether there's going to be a Christmas episode. Don't know anything yet, but I'll let you know once I talk to um, uh, to the folks over at Murdoch Mystery. So, yeah, uh, September the 12th. Mark it on your calendars if you haven't already, Murdoch fans.
1: Yeah, and you always have the scoop, Greg. You always uh, have the in with those folks. <laughs> So and on uh, th- uh, Tuesday, September 13th, uh, this hour has 22 minutes, which is celebrating its 30th season. We'll kick off at 8 p.m., followed by the Kim's Convenience spin-off Strays at 830 and the debut of Comedy Night with Rick Mercer at nine, which we discussed on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to see what we think about Rick Mercer when he's not uh, <laughs> <laughs> behind the desk. Um, and uh, Wednesday, the September 14th. Uh, will be the premiere of Summit 72, which is a docu-series marking the 50th anniversary of the 1972 Canada-Russia Hockey Summit. That will be at 8 p.m. And Thursday, September 15th, Dragons Den returns for its 17th, 17th season at 8 p.m., followed by the 48th season of Fifth Estate at 9. And Passionate Eyes uh, will also kick off its new season in 8 on Friday, September the 16th. And then there's a couple of shows that won't uh, be coming out until October and November. The 16th season of Heartland starts at 7 p.m. on Sunday, October 2nd, followed by the Great Canadian Baking Show at 8 and the sophomore season of Moonshine at 9. And then finally, the much acclaimed sort of Returns for its second season on Tuesday, November 15th at 9 p.m. with back-to-back episodes.
0: So. Yeah, that's cr- crazy. Um just see some of those numbers the 5th State season 48 uh the passion uh, marketplace season 50 um and interesting about you know you mentioned um sort of not coming back until november um and i think the reason why is that there's probably there may be a streaming window so i think that's the second season of sort of might be on cbc gem before that i'm just Mm. assuming that i I may be totally wrong about that but i do feel like that might be the reason why we have to wait until november to at least watch sort of on cbc
1: Okay. Well, it's worth the wait. So I will be patient.
0: patient. Yes, I will too.
1: And uh, yeah, I think that's it uh, for the CBC slate for now. And you've got some more CBC uh, news, I think.
0: I do. Yeah, yeah. So CBC and Insight Productions, Insight are the folks behind the uh, the Amazing Race Canada and the Gurin Company, which is a distri- distribution company. They've announced production details for their new original Canadian factual competition format, and it's called Canada's Ultimate Challenge. Uh, sports broadcaster Nikki Reyes and professional snowboarder and CBC sports analyst Craig McMorris are going to be the host of this one. Uh, CBC is announcing the production of, the, of Canada's Ultimate Challenge has just kicked off and will be filming this summer. They're saying that it's turning the entire country into one giant obstacle course. Wow, that is going to be one long obstacle course. Oh, yeah. I see. They're breaking up into different provinces. So Whitehorse, Squamish, B.C., Kelowna, B.C., Hinton, Alberta, Sudbury, Ontario – the thousand islands around the Kingston area and Quebec city. Uh, it's going to culminate with a finale on the confederation bridge between New Brunswick and PEI. It's eight episodes. It's going to be kicking off on CBC and CBC gem, uh, in the winter of 2023. Uh, Each episode is going to take place at an awe-inspiring location, I just named them all, where players, 24 Canadians from across the country, compete in spectacular solo, tandem, or team challenges that put their skills to the test. Six iconic Canadian athletes are going to coach and mentor six teams of four through physical and mental challenges, making strategic decisions and motivating their players to victory. And those uh, coaches that are are going to be helping out with Canada's ultimate challenge are Donovan Bailey, a two-time Olympic champion and sprinting legend. Juan Horn Miller, co-ca- co-captain excuse me, of the Canadian Water Polo Olympic team in Sydney and a gold medal winner at the Pan Am Games, the first Mohawk woman from Canada to compete in the Olympics, and she's also an advocate for indigenous sport. Cleric Hughes, six-time Olympic medalist in cycling and speed skating. She's a mental health advocate and the only athlete to have won multiple medals in both the Summer and Winter Olympics. Gilmore Junio is a three-time Olympian in speed skating, and he won his first ISO World Cup event in 2014 in Salt Lake City. Jen Kish is the former captain of Canada's Olympic bronze medal-winning Rugby Sevens team, and her team won the gold medal at the Pan Am Games held in Toronto in 2015. And finally, Luke Wilson, not that Luke Wilson, two L's in Luke Wilson's last name. He's an NFL Super Bowl champion with the Seattle Seahawks and a competitive cyclist. Those will be the coaches. Uh, No word on on, uh, on, uh, who's been cast, who the participants are going to be. We'll let you know when we know more about that. But Canada's ultimate challenge, I mean, listen, CBC's got to compete against the CTVs and the globals of the world with reality shows. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with Insight Productions at all. I think that they do great work. However, this feels so close to just kind of a, a version of the Amazing Race Canada. Um, again, I'm reading yeah. this off paper, but that's my knee-jerk reaction. That's my hot take, Amy, on this.
1: I, I would agree that does sound pretty uh, derivative, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. And I understand that yeah, they have to keep up. So
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. You know, what's going to set this apart is obviously um, I'm interested in what the coaches have to say. So, you know, Donovan Bailey, Clara Hughes, uh, any of the any of those six coaches, I want to see what they're going to bring to the table. Are they just bringing them in as as cast members and they aren't going to have much to say in the in these episodes? I want to know their involvement and I want to see lots of involvement, because if you're going to excite me with those six coach names, then I want to see them fully involved in the show and not just kind of cut for time.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I hope I hope you get what you want there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that uh, we both agree on this. We hope we get what we want out of this new announcement on uh, CTV's new series, The Spencer Sisters. So give us more details, Amy.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, CTV and Entertainment One have announced casting news uh, for the upcoming CTV procedural drama, The Spencer Sisters. Um, actor, director, and producer Leah Thompson will star along with uh, Canadian actor Stacey Farber as an estranged mother and daughter duo who launch a private detective agency together. Uh, Thompson's character Victoria Spencer is an internationally renowned mystery novelist and Farber's Darby Spencer is her hot headed former cop daughter. (laughs) And uh, the 10 episode series was created by Alan McCullough, who did uh, Private Eyes and Rookie Blue. And he will be also serving as the executive producer and will be uh, having co-show running duties along with Jen Engels, who's been on so many things, sort of, Transplant, uh, Carter, Orphan Black. Um, the show is set to begin production in Winnipeg in August and slated for broadcast sometime in 2023. So um, I know we both were t- uh, right before we started recording talking about how much we're in, you know looking forward to seeing Leah Thompson in this series, and it, it's going to be light, lighthearted. Obviously, if you're, you're talking about um, Alan McCullough and his his his, uh, his background there, you can know what kind of show you're going to be getting here. But um, But yeah, Leah Thompson, she was in everything when I was a teenager, and I I love that she still has such a a career going, and I, I was very pleased to see that she was cast in the lead here.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, this is an interesting kind of formula where a Canadian network will make an announcement where they have kind of um, a veteran American or international star teaming up with someone from Canada in it. Um, when you were reading out the synopsis, the first show that popped into my mind was Castle. And listen, it doesn't have to be anything like Castle, but if if you're drawing a comparison to it, which was a cop, you know. Uh, ran for a long time, um, uh, lighthearted. You know, I also think of Hudson and Rex. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I am excited about this. And I forget. You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago. The name of the um, female. Detective drama on City TV—that's escaping me right now—but and we also talked about um, pretty hard cases on CBC. Like, I'm loving the fact that there are female-led shows that are on Canadian television. Um, I think it's long overdue, and now with CTV, I think all of the major now networks in Canada are now making original programming starring ladies um, in front of the camera. And uh, you know, you talk about Jen Engels, who I can't believe when you were reading out the names, I can't believe I've never spoken to her because I've certainly covered off shows that she's been uh, working on. So yeah, really looking forward to this. And of course, Stacey Farber, um, she most recently on Digstown, um, also on Degrassi. Um, very, very excited about the Spencer sisters.
1: Yeah, I spoke with Jen Engels, I believe, the last season of Orphan Black. Mm, okay. I know. Yeah, she's she's very interesting, uh, very interesting person to talk to, and uh, so talented, and, and it's been associated with so many good shows. So, uh, absolutely, the show's in good hands with her. So uh, we will see how that turns out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good luck with their shooting, and in, in, I guess that
0: starts yeah just in a couple of weeks. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we hope that that show makes the cut. Did you like my segue? Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So now we're going to get into a cut above, which I mentioned in the the calendar. Uh, Discovery has revealed the 12 carvers that are competing in a cut above, which is kicking off on August the 8th. Uh, It's a competition series, 12 highly skilled carvers with chainsaws who are ready to tackle the ultimate carving competition. Um, These are folks from around the world who must demonstrate their creativity, strength, and skill as they turn ordinary logs into extraordinary works of art. Um, Adam Beach is the host and Chainsaw Carver Ryan Cook is going to be uh, a a judge as well as Catherine Dowson. They're going to be the two judges for this show. Um, I mean, I can run through the names. Um, We've got Andrew from Virginia, Aya from New York, Bongo from Colorado, Brigitte from B.C., Chris Woods comes from Wales. Uh, Jesse from, from Jesse from Vancouver. Joel from New Brunswick. John from Ireland. Wow, the the uh, English countries well uh, represented on this show. Uh, junior, I had from, no
1: idea. It yeah, was yeah. Nice
0: thing. <laughs> junior from BC. Ryan from uh, Alberta. Scotland representing with Sam and Sylvia from Germany. All of them re- uh, range in a couple of years' experience to you know decades of experience carving Um, uh, a cut above comes from Marvel media who do um, other reality shows, most notably um, blown away. So, yeah. uh, And and actually um, a couple of days ago, Amy, I was sent the screener for the first episode of a cut above. So I'm going to forward it to you and we can check it out and then maybe review the first episode on our, on our next podcast. Have a little bit of fun. That'll
1: Um, be good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ryan cook. When I told you about the show, I had, that oln had done i think ryan cook was associated with that when i did a horrible job uh chainsaw carving so uh, he is back with a cut above once again discovery august the eighth okay and the last news story is a this is a big one uh i got to admit this is a big big announcement being made by bell media and blink 49 studios and amy give us more details about this story
1: all right, um Canadian YouTube star and former talk show host Lily Singh has signed a long-term deal with Blink 49 Studios and Bell Media to produce television content that showcases underrepresented communities. The deal gives Blink-49 and Bell Media first look global scripted and second look non-scripted rights to shows produced by Singh's Unicorn Island Productions. The project will be spearheaded by Singh, Polly Arret, who is head of devel- development at Unicorn Island Production, Carolyn Newman, Bell Media's vice president of Global Scripted, and Blink-49 executive producer Virginia Rankin, who seems to have her name associated with so many things I've watched over the years. Um, Singh is a native of uh, Scarborough, Ontario, and uh, she was a judge on la- the latest season of CTV's Canada's Got Talent and has more than 38 million social media followers. Um, uh, from ni- 2019 to 2021, she hosted late-night uh, talk show A Little Late with Lily Singh on NBC in the States. Uh, she also stars in the upcoming Disney Plus series, The Muppets Mayhem. So, yeah, pretty – yeah, she's – Quite the big deal, and uh, to have her get this uh, uh, this long term deal is. I think we're going to be seeing a whole lot more of her, which is a good thing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. When they when she made the announcement that she was stepping away, that she was leaving the late night show to do other things, I wouldn't have thought you know signing a long term deal with Bell Media as being one of those things. But uh, you know, like Jason Priestley, like other veteran Canadian stars, you know, you kind of make it big in the U.S. and then you come home and and you can kind of decide and do your own thing. And so I'm very excited to see what Lily has to do. She's so smart. Um, mm-hmm. I I think she was a little bit underused in, on her late night program. So I'm really excited about the projects that she's going to come up with um, in this new deal. And to come full circle, the one thing that is mentioned in her bio is that she's also co-owner of Angel City FC in the National yes. Women's Soccer League. So right there,
1: it right there, sure. Amy, it
0: you should be all in it.
1: her her cool factor just like (laughs) went up exponentially and she was already really cool in my book. So yes, big supporter of of women's football. So uh, she clearly uh, sees the writing on the wall that uh, that's the sport of uh, the now and the future. So
0: there we go. So it's so funny, you know, that they talk about, I think if they say that football or soccer, as we call it here in North America, I think, isn't it the biggest sport in the world? Yes. Yeah. And it, it only now does it seem to be kind of creeping into I guess well, I don't know. I I'm not a sporty person, but I, I I do feel like it's now crept more into the zeitgeist or at least into TV and entertainment more than ever before, which is which is great.
1: It is great. And uh yeah, I think it's gonna get bigger and bigger. Uh the women's game is gonna get bigger and bigger. So uh yeah, she's uh I, I really appreciate her support for the, the the league in the US. So yay.
0: Awesome. Okay, so let's finish off uh, this week's podcast with um, a follow-up part two of Bell Media's upfront. We the last time we spoke, it was about all of the scripted programming, and so we want to touch base a little bit on a few of the factual um, programs that are going to be going to be coming up in the next broadcast year under the Bell Media umbrella. And um, the first one that I'm going to read is "After the Storm" on Discovery. And it's from Great West, Great Pacific Media. So they're the the, the company that does uh, Highway Through Hell, uh, all of the the the, the trucking uh, documentary series. And this one is a two part documentary about the storm of the century, and it explores the uh, mechanics of the disaster, the impact on those affected, and the mammoth efforts to rebuild stronger and safer. I like these nature documentaries. Um, I. You know, as long as no one gets hurt, I like to watch the destruction, but I also like to watch the science behind the building and the rebuilding. So that was why I wanted to mention um after the storm, just for no other reason that I'm I'm into that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um ahead. yeah, did you want to say something about that?
1: Uh no, I was just actually I was gonna go, I was gonna say I, I am looking forward to that, but the, the next one right on the list that I'm really looking forward to is another way, the Jack the the Jackie Shane story. Yeah, which it's a documentary about the tale of the extraordinary life and mysterious disappearance of pioneering soul singer and black transgender trailblazer Jackie Shane. Uh, This is uh, executive produced by Elliot Page of Page Boy Productions. And uh, it's just I think it's going to be a fascinating look at this story. I followed a little bit about this um, over the years and uh, this one really stuck out to me.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in this in this as well. I love music documentaries, so I'm I'm I don't know anything about the Jack about Jackie Shane at all. Uh, you mentioned Elliot Page, of course. Banger Films, um, who are a documentary uh, production company here in Canada, that have done a ton of rock documentaries and and recently mm. did uh, a hip hop documentary series with um, with. Uh, 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 Shad, uh, which was great. And so anything they do, I'm always very interested in. So yeah, I'm glad that you you brought this one up um, because I'm looking forward to it as well. Speaking of of music, uh, Buffy St. Marie, Power in the Blood, Mm. is going to be coming to CTV. And for over 50 years, Buffy St. Marie has been a star. Her songs are legendary and her impact has been undeniable. She's one of Canada's most respected indigenous leaders. She's a pioneer of music and activism and has left an indelible mark on the world. And so uh, this project is going to tell Buffy's incredible story through exclusive access, rare archives, insightful interviews, and great music. It's going to be 90 minutes and it is called Buffy St. Marie power in the blood
1: yeah that looks good she's such a legend and has got a uh, just a fascinating career and i was just reading um a, a cbc list of um it was from 2019 i think um her 75th birthday maybe mm. it was uh, It did 75 facts about her and one was that she helped discover or helped uh Joni mitchell get discovered and i had no idea no and um, yeah, she. Uh, it said it had a quote for her saying she used to uh, in uh, Saskatchewan used to carry around demo tapes from Joni, um, and got um, and finally got a manager who uh, who ended up being Joni's manager for years and um, turned him on to her music. So, uh, seeing how Joni uh, uh, miraculously uh, reappeared on the stage last week and, mm-hmm. and gave a heralded performance, yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was just fascinating to learn. So that will be a really great documentary, I think.
0: Yes, agreed. Have you got another one there?
1: I do. If I could uh, get my the
0: page back up because <laughs> I was
1: trying to find information. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Th- this is always so much fun having multiple screens open on your uh
0: computer. I've got I've got one while you look. Yes, go ahead. All right. So this one's called Coming Home. And this is the feature length documentary that's going to take uh, viewers behind the scenes of the production of the Crave original drama series, Little Bird, which we talked about, uh, and the groundbreaking movement for Indigenous narrative sovereignty as experienced by the series creatives crew, and the 60s Scoop advisors. Um, as we mentioned, Little Bird is going to deal with sixty with the 60s Scoop, which was when uh, Indigenous children were taken away from their families. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, uh, I think that this is going to be a great partner piece to Little Bird going behind the scenes and, and into some of the storytelling. So uh, this is going to be uh, on Crave, and it's uh, produced in uh, association with Resolution Pictures, Logical Mayhem, and APTN, which means it'll probably get a second window on APTN.
1: That would be good. Um, I also am interested in another Crave uh, original documentary, which is Kings of Coke. Mm. And it, it explores uh, uh, Montreal's uh, infamous uh, you know role in uh, the cocaine drug running business. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea uh, until the series. And that's what I had to look up. I, I couldn't remember the name. The series Bad Blood. Yes. Uh, Came out a few years ago that uh, we both really loved, mm-hmm. and I just uh, I did not know that um, that Montreal had all all these gangs until then. So from seeing that series, I'm I'm really interested in seeing um, learning more about uh, the the infamous West End gang. Um, that uh, let's see, it's a Montreal's most influential and violent gangs, the infamous West End Gang, and cops and journalists who pursued its three leaders. It will be talking about that group of people. Its unlikely rise and inevitable fall, but most importantly, it's a largely forgotten and underreported story. So, uh, it, it will be important to, uh, to true crime fans. And that—that mm-hmm. uh, that is me, true crime. Yes, rant, so me too. I'm in that one. me too. And um, also, there are two more uh, res- uh, naked. It is a um, a documentary feature about uh, gender bi- uh, binary. What is it? How does it manifest itself in our minds and our lives? And how do we go beyond it? Uh, Naked will follow individuals and communities, experts and artists around the globe who right now are radically and joyfully redefining gender as we know it. So um, that is just an important story to be told Is uh, in the U.S. in particular, but all around the world. Um, there's discrimination against uh, transgender individuals mm-hmm. there's great misunderstanding about what gender is and i mm-hmm. think every every discussion that we can have about it is important so i was glad to see that on the schedule and then also resident orca is a story i've been following it is about um uh i'm trying to find her name i'm sorry lolita who is being uh, it was a is a whale that has been in captivity for almost 50 years Uh, in Florida, I believe. And this is about, uh, the quest to free her. And so that's just something that I, it's going to be hard for me to watch, but I think will be very compelling.
0: Yeah. It's always tough watching the nature documentaries. I don't, I especially don't like the ones where you see animals getting eaten. I mean, I know that's life, but still, I don't, I don't, I don't. (laughs) I don't like those ones. Those are all good picks. I just want to mention um, as we get ready to wrap up, uh, the last one that I wanted to talk about briefly is "Sync," the Christine Sinclair story, which is going to be on TSN. This is is an original documentary that charts the rise of Canada's greatest soccer player, Christine Sinclair, through both an athletic lens and a tale of humanity and compassion. I mean, I admittedly don't know a lot about Christine Sinclair. So I'm looking forward to checking out this documentary. Um, I think, you know, as, as she's had an incredible career, I've seen photos of her celebrating goals, video of her celebrating goals, but I want to learn more about her, not only on the pitch, but also off the pitch. So really looking forward to sync the Christine Sinclair story, which as I mentioned, will be on TSN.
1: That'll be a great one. I do know her and she's, she's just a phenomenal player and a person. So.
0: This is great. I, We've—I don't think we've ever spoken more about soccer than we have in, in. When I hit record on 250, I did not think that we were going to talk about soccer uh, so much, but that's okay with me. That's okay with me.
1: Well, that's—it's—it's it's in the air today. So exactly. Uh, go go England and uh, go Canada and go US. <laughs> those are those are my three women's teams. So yay.
0: So Amy, where can people find you when you're not sitting in front of the microphone talking about TV?
1: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Wilson underscore A underscore R
0: great. And you can find me on Twitter at TV underscore EH. And of course, you can always visit TV hyphen EH.com. And uh, you can find the calendars uh, when Amy was going through the list of CBC stuff. I just updated the calendars uh, earlier today. So if you hit the calendars tab at the top of TVA.com, that'll take you through to uh, from July until November, where you can um, check out PDFs, download the PDFs of your calendars, stick them up on your fridge or whatever, so that you are up to date on on when all of the um, uh, new and returning shows are coming this fall. That wraps up the TVA podcast. And now back to your regularly scheduled program.